Welcome to Sober Soapbox with Shanti, where we're going to talk recovery, healing, and transformation, and how that influences and affects daily life. If I think it, I'm going to say it, and we're going to talk openly about it. I guess everyone has varying degrees of what honesty means. But what type of honesty are we going to be talking about on the soapbox today? Are we going to be chatting about my own honesty? Because I've been super open about my flaws in my podcast and what I'm trying to change as part of learning and healing. But knowing there's always more space to learn. Maybe honesty in general and what we give and receive and what we expect from others. Or maybe other people's honesty and how it affects those around them. Or sometimes too much honesty, when paired with no tact, just comes down to actually being crass and makes you want to never be around those types of people. Or too little honesty and you never get to say what you need to because you're too afraid what you say might hurt somebody. I read the other day that you own everything that's happened to you. So tell your stories. If people wanted you to write warmly about them, they should have behaved better. Thank you, Anne Lamott, for that fabulous quote. This really reminded me. It works three ways. There are always three sides to a story, whether it's been told or listened to, yours, theirs, and the truth. Because while I tell my journey and experiences, there's a massive part that I've left out because I've only been concentrating on myself and getting better for my family. But unfortunately, this other part played a very horrible, destructive part in my experience of healing and trying to be a better person. With a lot of situations in life, we have to decide to either take the higher road, as I've been doing, and choose to let life take its course. Or essentially, whether to use our voices because it's our experiences and we've owned the right to them. Just last week, I had an extremely frustrating five hours where I sat down to write and nothing came to me. But for some reason, every day this week, I've woken up with fire in my fingers and the emotions and memories have been flowing to paper. I'm not sure if it's the topics or just the need to get things out that's fueling this. I have a very busy mind all of the time and usually work on two to three open episodes at a time, all open on different pages on my PC. But when I started writing on the loose idea for an episode on honesty, it seemed to get me particularly fired up inside. When I started questioning myself and where it was all coming from, I think if I had to break it down with all the self-reflection and how I've been brutally honest with myself these last 10 months, which I have put out on my podcast, and I'm not afraid to finally speak my truth and put myself out there. I've taken accountability for me and my actions where it has mattered, but there have been a few things along the way that have definitely shaped my recovery. And by sharing my honesty, I see this as a further step in the healing process. First thing learned after my horrible breakdown last year was first rule of mental health. Learn to distinguish who deserves an explanation, who deserves only one word, and who deserves absolutely nothing. 
In the beginning, I chose to take the silent route because I had no idea how to express myself at the time. My head was so jumbled and I didn't have the mental capacity or strength to deal with much in the early days of recovery. I'm only now learning how to communicate properly when up against adversity and I've come to learn through therapy that this is trauma related and that not knowing how to communicate didn't make me a bad person or a villain but unfortunately so much has happened between now and then and it's opened my eyes to just how shady people can be, how people can be so manipulated and manipulative, how pathological liars who have blatantly asked you to lie for them in the past to save their relationships, believe their own lies, and how people go along with this, knowing this truth deep down. By totally cutting myself off out of choice, necessity, and in some cases, not having an option, I came to observe that people are so afraid to be alone and will choose to drink from every cup because that's their damaged confidence, which is actually weakness masquerading as strength. The ones that have history of throwing friends under the bus to suit their own agendas or not keeping friendships very long. I've seen master manipulators at work that are very good at sowing division and triangulating relationships and again, people follow. The ones that make you believe they have your best interest at heart, but all you have to really do is listen to how they talk about other people, including their loved ones playing all sides of the field and working people up against each other. The not-so-secretly jealous people working in the background, having a problem with someone new every week and justifying it and believing their messed-up justifications. The ones that get too drunk and inevitably go whichever way the wind blows at the time because they have no real direction or integrity and whatever works. What is that saying about loose lips? Big words and thoughts here. Why should we take the higher road, as we are told so many times, as the better route? Because that's what we are led to believe is the right thing to do, especially while we are healing. But why do people get to say what they want about you while you believe you are being the bigger person? Are they so true to their convictions that they've forgotten whilst in their pack mentality that they have spoken bad things about all those people they pretend to be super tight with? I have also had to take accountability because I listened and sometimes agreed, but manipulation is a very real thing. Nothing is ever what it seems. How fickle are we as humans? We're so quick to jump ship, to believe lies, to be disloyal, to always think the grass is greener when everyone agrees with you. So that surely makes it right. But if you had to really question and be utterly honest with your bare soul, are you being truthful and honest with yourself or are you just taking the easy route because it's just that, easier, and now too many things have been said to backtrack, even if you are unhappy. It's a sad state of affairs. I've been there and done that too in the past, but my eyes are now open wide and we are not in Kansas anymore, Dorothy. We know these things and see them for what they are, but do we go into detail about them or let them go gracefully because we finally see the red flags as time goes on and the more we heal, the less we want people like this to actually have access to us, even if that means being on the out or being alone. In the beginning of healing, we get reminded, let whoever think whatever. We need to just keep getting better. And I 100% agree with this because your soul is on a negative budget in those beginning days. You cannot afford stress, negative vibes, deceit 
or doubt. And as time goes on and you start healing more and seeing everything around you for what it actually is, you see those things you so desperately thought that you needed were not what you needed or actually wanted at all. As you begin to change for the good, people will fall off. You won't feel the need to fit in. You will look at things totally differently. Your mind will change so much and you will start to see what's really for you and what's not. This is called growth. So much stuff has to happen though for us to grow. When I was at my lowest in my early days of recovery, I got labeled a toxic narcissist and I still kept quiet because I was trying to heal and do what was best for me and my family. But I've realized this has caused damage to my psyche. Now, it wasn't for everybody to know what was happening at that time in my life because all I knew is I was a mess that didn't even want to be alive at that stage. But the sad thing is, if those closest to me had asked, I would have tried somehow in a broken way to open up. But instead, when I completely went off the rails, the silence was deafening. I take this now as a blessing in disguise. I can deal and accept toxic because, yes, my behavior was toxic towards the end. And I think we are all a little toxic at some stage in our lives, especially if we don't have the right tools to deal with them at the time. But one of the most amazing things in recovery has been learning where my own behaviors fall short and then relearning how to deal with things and applying them. Trauma is not an excuse. The behaviors that come from trauma can be very destructive and painful, and it is our responsibility to heal and learn better ways to cope. Hence, getting rid of the alcohol was my number one priority to work on my mental health. But we really do need to rethink the easy-go labeling of people and the damage it does. Instead of judging, rather looking for the whys. My truth is that I was too scared when I heard that to reach out to the people closest to me because I was so incredibly hurt. That's what they thought. And my first thought was, well, how do I even explain or begin to try protect myself after being slapped with such an extreme knee-jerk reaction label of narcissism because they were hurt? Every good thing you ever did went out the window and came to this one moment where it was decided you were totally not worth it as a friend anymore. That hurt then turned to anger, which I had to work through and let go, but it was something I did battle to make peace with. How do I argue that there are things I haven't done or didn't say because if I do, I'm already prejudged and sentenced because it made everyone else comfortable to give me a label with absolutely no more thought of it? What a conundrum and a double-edged sword. Because here I was, learning about being accepting and having to forgive things that have happened in my life, and I think that made it so much worse because the judgment comes from those that were meant to be closest. I came to realize as time went on, there were things that were on me that I needed to accept, and I also needed to let this go because that was all on them and not for me to carry. And Lord forbid I say that out loud and held somebody else accountable because then I just sound like a narcissist that doesn't want to take responsibility. But no, it's the complete opposite. It's me having stood by long enough and having had enough of the bullshit and standing strong and proud and knowing who I actually am. I've had to deal with chatter through the grapevine about me giving up drinking, like it almost offended some, which is strange. Opinions that regulation is the answer, not drinking. Small cities, you know, and this is a very, very, very small, tiny city. 
I've come to realize me not drinking and people having their own opinions on why I had, had nothing to do with me, but more with how it made them feel. And that they didn't like the fact it made them question their own relationship with alcohol. I also came to the realization that some people actually don't give a fuck at all that you stop drinking. I had a friend unfriend me on socials, not a random person. This is a person I know well and not even have the slightest courtesy when asked why directly to even reply and have the decency to say, well, you pissed me off or I didn't like something you posted on social media or I got involved in some gossip and heard this from someone and it changed my opinion of you or I just don't like you anymore. Nope, just ghosted. Now, I've done this to people in the past, and boy, oh boy, it wasn't a nice feeling. But now that I'm working through all of this, and please don't think that I think I'm better or judging. We're just talking about feelings here. I would never do that to anyone again. I would rather be honest and say, no, I think we're just on different paths or something decent enough, which I have actually done earlier this year with someone that I came to realize just wasn't for me. Everything we were just didn't align. I think people deserve that. They don't have to know deep, dark details, but with nothing, I have to deduce either she doesn't have the tools and doesn't know how to express herself or in actually thinking about it, it's something stupid. Maybe she thought she wasn't going to get called out about it, or there was actually nothing of substance that would actually suffice. If I have to be blatantly honest in the situation, I mean, who am I kidding? Of course I'm going to be. For me, I win. Lesson learned of how it made me feel, and I won't forget how ugly it is. Me having to address it directly with the person by asking them outright for an explanation, even though I was scared what the reply would be, I still have no idea, by the way, and of what it was about, and get nothing back and then accepting that outcome and not letting it take any further joy from my life. This is all the stuff I would have not given a shit about in the past. I would have lamented over it and been poor me and made a drama about it, but I actually wouldn't have really cared, to be honest. Now I try to deal with it as best as I can, and then at least I can put it to bed and move on. Life is too short for this shit. But with all this being said, I came to the realization that all these things that have happened in the background have been the most character building because they have been the most hurtful. There were so many times I would get so angry and think, I'm sick of sitting on my hands and trying to be the better person. And this is happening in my life. And this is what I've had to live through. And why do I not get to tell my side? And if this is the way it is, then so be it. Do I or don't I use it? Because I also have a voice that deserves to be heard. I've kept quiet about this and stood by with the mentality of being this bigger person. But these have been my challenges. And this one certainly has been one of the niggling ones in my recovery. But then this wave washes over me. And I know that these have actually been my character building challenges because I've had to step up to the plate and not run away like I used to. I've had to address some hard truths about myself. I've had to put myself out there when I didn't want to. So who do we really need to justify ourselves to at the end of the day then? If you're confidently happy and you know you're a good person that lost their way and you have good people around you, your kids love you, your home is happy, you're trying to be a better version of the person you were. Why are we looking for outside validation from people at the end of the day when you have found what matters for you and what makes you happy? Why give anybody else 
power over that to change that for you. I can only think from personal experience is that when it comes from those closest, it hurts and we want to know why. But if there was no feeling involved, we wouldn't be human. And I know I'm not without fault, but show me someone who is. Another honest truth, I have people that don't like me and I'm okay with that. I always have been. I don't need everyone to like me. It's part of life and we are not all going to like each other. We could be the most healed people in the whole world. There are still going to be people you don't like and that don't like you. You don't have to be for everyone or pretend that you want to be. That doesn't validate who you are at all. But when it comes from a big group fest because everyone is feeding off each other and your character is being attacked, then it's possibly time to step in and say, hey, and state the obvious, I'm not a liar or a manipulator or deceitful, which is a sad thing most of you know. Why were you so quick to label or accept these things without question? Ask me a question. I will give you the honest answer. It might be sugar-coated a little so it's not as abrasive, but you will get clearly what I'm trying to get across. I think everyone has always looked at me and I've always given off this stronger-than-thou attitude that doesn't give a fuck. And yes, that's what I am and even more so now when it's my truth and I'm healing and I have refound my self-worth and I feel like a superhero compared to where I was. But strong people break too. We just do it quietly and rebuild and keep on moving. You don't need to be in with the crowd and you shouldn't care about opinions that are a dime a dozen or behaviors anymore that don't work with your growth. If you are working on yourself, all you should want to be is better than who you were yesterday. And honestly, people believe what makes them feel good. Most people you come across want comfort and lies. They don't want the truth because if they did, they would have asked for it. But I've worked far too hard on myself to be undermined by people who only sit back and judge because it doesn't require thinking or those that have their own baggage and don't want to take accountability for their own actions. I guess the problem is I want to be spiritually evolved, but I also want to slap people some days too. The truth is we can all try justify so much so that it suits our narrative in life. But one thing I've ultimately learned over and over in this journey so far is you cannot harbor anger and hate. You need to find the peace and let it go. Otherwise, you become a prisoner of things you cannot control and it eats you alive. And while all the objects I've touched are all valid moments, thoughts, emotions, and situations, I have pondered from time to time, and that truth be, I do feel hurt when I think about it. Once we get it out and think about it rationally, we see how little sway it holds in the bigger picture that is life. Real happiness requires less than you think, and the right people will hear you differently. When your healing becomes your first priority, all the other trivial stuff falls along the wayside, and once you realize peace is the prize, you'll do almost anything to protect that. So honesty for me these days going forward is making sure when I do make a mistake, I own it and try and make it right as fast as I can, no matter what the outcome is. Once there is too much water under the bridge, it makes it so much more difficult. And by then you can't even remember what it was fully about. It's being true to yourself, even if that means being alone and always speaking the truth, no matter how hard it is, 
It's standing by what I believe in and letting go of things gracefully. Honesty for me is knowing that recovery definitely makes me a better person, but it doesn't make me better than anyone else. So carry on growing and working on yourself, no matter what that looks like to anyone. Carry on thriving, no matter what you hear. And most importantly, never forget you are still loved, even when you don't feel like you are or people make you feel like you're not. So that's the end of today's episode and thank you so much as always for listening to me. I hope that you took something out of that and I will be here next week, same time, same place. As always, feel free to share your stories or send your questions and thoughts through via email where I'll be happy to chat about them or answer any questions. You can connect with me on Instagram at Sober Soapbox and you can use my link tree to subscribe, connect or email or you can email me directly on Sober Soapbox at yahoo.com.